Many countries with a high incidence of myocardial infarction have climates where extreme weather is common. Canada certainly falls into that category, and although we have long suspected an association between snowfall and myocardial infarction, the evidence has been conflicting. I'm Dr. Matthew Stanbrook, Deputy Editor for CMAJ, and today I'm speaking with Dr. Natalie Auger and Dr. Brian Potter. Dr. Auger is Principal Scientist at the University of Montreal Hospital Research Center, or SHUM, and Associate Clinical Professor in the School of Public Health at the University of Montreal. Dr. Potter is a clinical investigator and interventional cardiologist at the University of Montreal Hospital Research Center. He is also assistant clinical professor with the Department of Medicine at the University of Montreal. Dr. Auger, Dr. Potter, and their co-authors looked at both quantity and duration of snowfall in association with hospital admission or death due to myocardial infarction. They published a research study in CMAJ and are here today to explain the results of this study. I reach Dr. Auger and Dr. Potter in Montreal. Dr. Auger, Dr. Potter, welcome. Hello. Hey, thank you. How's the weather in Montreal these days? Snowy and wet. Similar to here, we're a little wetter, but uh, less snowy in Toronto, even though it's January, but certainly an appropriate time of year for us to be talking about the risk of myocardial infarction after snowfall. First of all, tell us why you decided that this was an important research question. We uh, we do a lot of population health research for issues that are important to health, including adults and MI. The reason we started this project was because we were interested in knowing how snowfall impacted health. There were some preliminary studies or more uh, laboratory studies looking at snowfall, but nothing concrete done. Uh, the preliminary studies were more ecologic in nature, uh, meaning that they analyzed aggregate data, and so they were not really conclusive, and they were also conflicting in terms of what results they showed. Tell us a little more about the unique features of your study that makes it different from those ecological or aggregate studies from before. So the previous studies look at daily counts or rates and correlations. Those may be affected by certain kinds of unmeasured factors that could account for the observations. So the the study that we used was called a case crossover study design. This is a variant of the case control study. Uh, in a case control study, their individuals are used as controls. In a case crossover study, the cases are self-matched, which accounts for any confounders. What is done is that the day of the MI is used as a case, and controls are actually other days that are nearby to the case day. We then compare the weather of the case day to the control day. That's what's a different feature of this study design. Right, so case crossover designs are good, aren't they, for exposures that are, are short and self-limited and repeated, and that allows you to use the same person as their own control and uh, correct for a whole lot of confounders. So definitely a, a unique feature of your study. Another unique one is that it's huge. Over 128,000 hospitalizations and over 68,000 deaths, and you looked over 33 years, so that's certainly noteworthy. So let's come to the point, then, of your study. You asked the questions, were the quantity of snowfall associated with higher risk of MI or death, and uh, was the duration of snowfall associated with these things. So what did you find out? Were they? Indeed, they were. Um, and so as you mentioned, uh, this is a very large study over several years with uh, almost 200,000 clinical events uh, that were analyzed. And what we found was that the uh, quantity of snowfall was associated with about a 16% increased risk of uh, uh, hospitalization for myocardial infarction. 
and a 34% increased risk of death. But that was only in men. Uh, we did not find an effect in women. And we found similar results for duration of snowfall and the number of uh, consecutive days with uh, significant snowfall. And these were rather robust findings in the sensitivity analyses as well. But again, always finding the results uh, in a significant effect only for men and not finding a significant effect in women. So uh, a consistent increased risk of MI with snowfall. Your study didn't explore directly the mechanism for this increased MI risk, but what do you think is happening here? I think the the most likely cause, and, and we spent a lot of time discussing this, but I think the most likely cause is really related to snow shoveling and snow-related activities uh, with the snowfall. And we suspect that, uh, at least in Quebec, that it's mainly the men that are tasked with uh, shoveling the snow, and, uh, and, and perhaps they have a higher baseline risk, uh, but the men are definitely out there shoveling more often than women, it would seem. And what we definitely know from other studies is that uh, shoveling snow, uh, particularly when it's wet and heavy, is, is really quite a physically demanding task, and it can be equivalent to a submaximal or maximal exercise stress test. And even some studies suggest that even using a snowblower is uh, physically demanding enough uh, in susceptible individuals. Um, the snow shoveling, it increases uh, your blood pressure and afterload, uh, increases your myocardial demand. Some people, depending at certain points, will have uh, Valsalva maneuvers that can also strain the heart. Uh, and so we really think that the, the main mechanism is probably through shoveling of snow. Yes, I think you say in your paper that snow shoveling uses about uh, 75% of your maximal exercise capacity. Is that accurate? So that is accurate for some studies. There are other studies that say it's even higher, uh, 86 to 95 percent. Depending, it, it really depends on what the physical load is. Uh, so, uh, the, depending on the type of snow and the uh, the baseline uh, aerobic capacity of the individual. And I guess the more it snowed, then I guess the wetter the snow is, the heavier it is to shovel, and the more you're exerting yourself. Is that fair? I think that's fair. Now, I want to come back to this increased risk being observed only in men, but not in women. That was quite striking in, in your study, and you attribute that to shoveling. But to be fair, you don't actually have data on who did the shoveling. Is, is it possible, alternatively, that based on what we know about physiology and, and differences between men and women and their cardiovascular disease risk, could women be less biologically susceptible to this risk from shoveling? It, it's plausible. It's, it's certainly conceivable. And you're right. We we make a, a presumption about the uh, the mechanism being related to shoveling uh, because there is good data in terms of shoveling's cardiovascular effect and the strain that it places on the cardiovascular system. But we don't have that data directly. Um, it is possible and indeed plausible that uh, women uh, are perhaps biologically less susceptible to the effects of, of shoveling. However, most data that we have found that although women might be at overall low lower risk, the physiologic effects of physical activity uh, is largely similar between men and women. And to that point also, when we look at men, uh, men with risk factors and without risk factors, there is a consistent effect of, uh, of snowfall on their uh, risk of myocardial infarction events, um, but that that risk was higher for people with, uh, with known risk factors. So it is plausible, uh, but I, I think that it's perhaps less likely in my estimation. So what it sounds like you're saying is then for all the Canadian women out there who actually do go out and do the shoveling, perhaps they shouldn't take from your data that they're, they're immune from this risk. Maybe if they're doing the same exertion, they might be at risk as well? 
Yes, I, I think that to have the conclusion that women are uh, not at risk uh, for snow shoveling and that we would actually say that all the men should stay home and not shovel and have the women go out would actually be a dangerous conclusion, uh, potentially. I think there was, that women at equal risk with the same activity would probably have the same risk of myocardial events. All right. Now, you mentioned cardiovascular risk at, uh, a moment ago. Uh, what about that? If, if I don't have any known cardiovascular risk factors, do I have to worry about this risk of an MI if I go out to shovel my driveway? I think I think everybody should. I think uh, so. The first uh, thing is that both patients and physicians should be aware uh, of their patients' uh, baseline physical activity levels and uh, aware of their risk factors. And and the fact uh, that a patient doesn't have known risk factors uh, doesn't always mean that they're not at risk. So the, the the risk factors represent only part of the explainable risk of myocardial infarction uh, when we look at epidemiologic studies. And the the other fact is is that uh, very often and patients are, are either don't have a regular family doctor to follow them up, uh, maybe don't get worked up for risk factors, and so it may not be known. Uh, I think what maybe is a uh, logical recommendation to make after the study is that people should take the opportunity to be more aware of whether or not they have risk factors and to be aware of uh, their physical capacity uh, before engaging in a strenuous activity like snow shoveling. Uh, and perhaps consider uh, stress testing uh, with the guidance of a physician beforehand. Right, and, and as your study observed, there were lots of people uh, in this study who had no known cardiac risk, as far as you could tell, who had the same increased risk of heart attacks after snowfall, didn't they? Absolutely. Now, you also took some steps to rule out some alternative explanations for your findings. Perhaps the most obvious one one could think of is temperature. Maybe people are having MIs out because it's cold rather than because it's snowing. What did you find out about that possibility? We were expecting temperature to be associated with the risk of MI, but we actually found that once we controlled for snowfall, there was no association with temperature. The reason for that, we can't really be conclusive at this point, but... Most likely, there are a range of weather factors involved in MI risk, and not only snowfall and temperature would be involved. However, in uh, our results, we found that snowfall was significantly more important than temperature itself. Well, this seems like a very Canadian topic, doesn't it? I mean, we're used to lots of snow. Will people in places that don't typically see heavy snowfalls nowadays ever need to worry about this? Depending, you know, in the future, we don't know what temperature weather patterns will be like. It's hard to tell what impact climate change will have on snowstorms, but uh, certainly it's possible that snowstorms can become more intense or more frequent in the future. And in that kind of situation, uh, yes, there should be uh, more concern. Um, however, at this point, it's really hard to know. Right. I mean, we hear news stories from places that get buried in snow where they don't expect it all the time and the chaos that causes this perhaps is, is noteworthy for uh, even people who don't typically see snowstorms then. So as, as physicians or public health officials, what messages do we need to give to the public about this based on your findings? Certainly awareness and preparedness are key elements of prevention. Uh, individuals should be aware, especially if they're men, but also women, of the risk of shoveling after heavy snowfalls in particular. At the policy level, certainly there are things that can be taken care of or considered by governments and municipal officials. For instance, municipal policies on snow clearing 
those may need to be looked at more closely. Future city plans can take into account how and when they clear snow so as to not block driveways, for instance. And um, also, I think it's important to really consider that snowfall is just one concern amongst many in the global picture of climate change. From a physician's uh, perspective, I think what's important to reinforce is that for patients and physicians, it's important to really know uh, whether you have risk factors to ensure that you are uh, having your physical fitness uh, evaluated before you engage in any strenuous physical activity um, as a general recommendation. And particularly, uh, it could be considered from a policy standpoint whether we revisit the the guidelines for stress testing for patients when they're living in cities with uh, heavy snowfall. Thank you both so much for for joining us and for sharing the results of this interesting research with our our listeners. Thank you. Thank you. I've been speaking with Dr. Natalie Auger, Principal Scientist at the University of Montreal Hospital Research Center, or SHUM, an Associate Clinical Professor in the School of Public Health at the University of Montreal, and with Dr. Brian Potter, Clinical Investigator and Interventional Cardiologist at the University of Montreal Hospital Research Center, as well as Assistant Clinical Professor with the Department of Medicine at the University of Montreal. To read the research article they co-authored, visit cmaj.ca.